listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. We've got a big show. Going to analyze uh, the debate from this week a little bit more. Dr. Gina Loudon, Governor Mike Huckabee, and Bethany Mandel all joining us. We'll also talk about the joy of having children very close in age. Should be some great conversation this hour. Stay with us. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. So glad to have back on the show after a few weeks of uh, what seemed like deep sea diving on her part, uh, Dr. Gina Loudon back with us. And uh, Dr. Gina, uh, one to never kind of uh, try to underachieve, uh, decided to do like, I don't know, four or five groundbreaking things, uh, all projects all at the same time. <laughs> and, and Dr. Gina, you've told me you've gotten exactly two of them off the list. So that gives you enough time to talk to us this week. Thank you for doing that. Well, I am so honored, Kevin, to be back on the show with you, and um, it's just always great to be with you and your audience. We're so like-minded, and I've been doing this for how many years now, Kevin? I don't know. I was trying to think about that because uh, I was just speaking about that with Carol Markowitz, actually, earlier this week, yeah. and you two started on the same, I think it was on the exact same week. Um, so I think it's been close to 10 years that we've been doing this. Wow. Um, but, yeah. I think none of us have aged. We, yeah. <laughs> well, I know that you haven't. Uh, we, we will, uh, reserve, uh, commentary on, uh, how little hair I have left, uh, from this point <laughs> on. Um, and you've got a big bonus feature at your show over on, uh, Real America's Voice today. You've had a private conversation with Laura Trump one-on-one. -on -one. Laura, always a great interview. People go check that out, uh, over at Real America's Voice. I know that Dr. Gino would appreciate those uh, clicks and eyeballs. I want to ask you about, well, what can only be technically called a debate this week, but it was the biggest hot mess I've ever seen. I mean, from Stuart Varney being unable to pronounce the woman's name that was his co-panelist um, on the dais to um, Dana Perino asking them who they would vote off the island. This was the most cringeworthy political event I've ever seen put together, and I was actually... I just I was in terror in my soul that this was held in the hallowed halls of the Reagan Library. Like, <laughs> why would you do this to Reagan's legacy? Um, but what were your thoughts about the uh, <clears throat> debate for vice president? Yeah, first of all, thanks, Kevin, for mentioning our um, post show on Rumble right now. My interview with I'm Lord sorry, it's on Rumble. And I want to talk more about yeah, Rumble. Yeah, sorry. Um, but uh, no, no worries. And you know, Kevin, you're absolutely right. And um, <laughs> you, what about the fact that the, the commercials look to me like they were nothing but TikTok commercials? So the CCP is advertising, is literally almost sponsoring the primary GOP debate on what's supposed to be a conservative news show. I mean, the whole thing was just really Well, in the first one on, you know, a couple of months ago, I saw, because it was on Fox News, the main channel, I saw repeated Joe Biden commercials in there. So evidently... The, the ideological opposites of this party certainly believe that there's fertile ground to be uh, sown over on uh, the on these audiences that they're reaching out to. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and my question for every single one of the people on that stage is the question that I asked both Kimberly Guilfoyle this week on the show and also Laura Trump. Um, and that is, why in the world are these people there? Do they not realize we are at war? Do they not understand this is our last shot? Do they not care that our last election was stolen? And I'm not going to back down from that, and I don't think anybody else is either, because here's the real truth. The more we pretend, the more we go along with this dog and pony show that has become uh, some sort of GOP sham primary or race to the B team or whatever you want to call it, the more resources are being dragged away from the fight we have at hand when we have a general in this war. His name is Donald Trump. He's paid his dues. He's served his time. He's done right by the American people, and he deserves not just our support, 
in this primary, in this uh, general election, as it should be by now, but also the support of, hello, the RNC. What is the RNC doing sponsoring a, a primary debate between a bunch of people that are never going to be president when their base has spoken clearly, Kevin, and said, no, yeah. we want Donald Trump. We want nobody else. Stop right now. And yet the RNC, who's supposed to represent the, the voice of the uh, American Republican, is completely ignoring us. I think it's a disgrace, and I think every one of these candidates should be ashamed of themselves. And I think every day their names stay uh, out there in this primary race is another day they will never be elected to anything, much less appointed, hopefully, of cabinet members or anything else. It is, and I've said this since <clears throat> pretty much the end of the last election when um, following the you know inauguration of, of Mr. Biden, but I've said from the beginning that Donald Trump is, for all intents and purposes, an incumbent. And he's, he should yeah. run as an incumbent. He should act as an incumbent because um, there are so many questions about what went down on election night that I, I don't think it's a – so I was always kind of, you know, thinking in my head, you know, Ronald McDaniel should have canceled the debate uh, schedule completely. But after these two disasters, uh, I don't think that even having a single – one one more single debate would do anyone any good, and I'm I'm strongly calling on uh, Ronna McDaniel to cancel that last one. This was embarrassing to the base because these are all people that are seeking the voice of the base, and the base clearly is not jiving with what they with with what they were offering. I will say, with the exception of maybe um, Nikki Haley, who seems to have been the only one over the last uh, five or six months that seems to be at least addressing geopolitical issues. And, you know, she was Trump's ambassador, and so she has a good handle on kind of international things. But the others, and, and the way they have treated one another on stage, it's just, it's just, it's just a crazy, embarrassing um, scenario. And I think that the party would do better if they went away from this uh, completely and said, you know, well, I, I was, and here's, here's I, the I bottom saying, line. I heard Hugh Hewitt say this morning on his show that um, – that Trump's at 50% in Iowa and at 43% in New Hampshire and that the consultants that are, that are talking to him are telling him that that flashes danger for the Trump campaign. And I texted him immediately and I said, on what planet does 50% in Iowa against a field this big and 43% against New Hampshire when every Chris Christie dollar that's been raised has been spent in New Hampshire doing nothing but 24 hour a day attack and he still can't get Trump below 40 percent. What what on what planet does it show a uh, danger for Donald Trump? He's stronger than he's ever been. When he went to Iowa, when the other candidates were there, he he buzzed their events and all the people down on the ground started chanting Trump's name. It's a it's a really bizarre kind of uh, reality that we're in right now, Gina. Well, because Trump changed everything and uh, Trump Trump has made it so uh, our body politic will never be the same again. Thank God because it was run by the globalist establishment, and they, it was high time they go. And I would lump Nikki Haley right in on that. And, in fact, with Nikki Haley, and I'm, I'm sorry if she's a friend of yours or, or you support no, her audience. I just, I'm, I'm glad she's addressing China. There was no one else talking about China. She at least brought it up. I, agree. I mean, Yeah, and the one really good thing that Stuart Varney did do in this uh, debate was when he did ask Ron DeSantis, so if your state's so great, why do you have the highest insurance costs? Because I'll tell you what, insurance costs in Florida, I believe, are among the highest in the nation, um, and folks cannot afford it. People are losing their homes over this. This is a big, no one's talking about this, but I was really glad to hear Varney bring it up. I bet you he was deluged with mail. I'm counting down the days, Gina, because once we get past South Carolina, I think um, we, everything is going to be done. Because I think Trump's going to go 3-0 out of the shoot, and they're not going to be close. And it's going to be um, wide open from then on for him to take on Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama or whoever else they try to parachute in there. It's going to be a very different race just a few months from now. We appreciate you being with us. I agree. I agree. Never boring. Thank you so much, Kevin. See you soon. Kevin 
Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. Joining us is Councilman Ben Kellis. What do you think about the labor movement post-Janus? What are you hearing? I've spoken to public service labor unions all over the city and state, and they are telling me that they are stronger than ever. Members of labor know what's at stake, and they're not falling for any of the stuff that's coming out of Washington. They know that Janus was an attack on labor, and frankly, they know that no one's looking out for them other than their labor union. So I see folks getting more involved, and I think that if labor members get involved in their unions, I think that you can define who will be the next president of the United States of America, the next mayor of the city of New York, the next borough president in Manhattan, and the next council members, because everything's up for grabs. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Did you know that you've got choices, that there can be a better way? Did you know that you've got choices? Call Dr. Theater me today. Two on two choices, a much better way. Two on two choices, call Dr. Theater me today. Did you know that you've got choices, that there can be a better way? Did you know that you've got choices? Call Dr. Theater me today. Two on two choices, a much better way. Two on two choices, call Dr. Theater me today. Dr. Lederman, Cancer Treatment, 1384 Broadway. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeart Alexa or Odyssey.com. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is is really shaping our enrollment around the city. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Kevin Cottrell, we're talking with Dan Buttafuoco of Buttafuoco & Associates. And I know you personally as a Christian, a person of faith, Buttafuoco & Associates won't settle for what's good for you and the firm. You're focused on serving the client. We always settle cases which are based on what's best for the client. There are many lawyers out there who will settle a large personal injury case because they need to make payroll. We will not do that. We will only settle a case if it's right for the client. We're very sensitive to the needs of the client. And we understand that this is a one and only opportunity for them to make good on the injuries that they've sustained and to move forward with their lives. And so it's very important that they get the maximum amount that they are entitled to from this personal injury litigation, whether it be malpractice or product liability or just a routine car accident. Call the offices of Butterfuco and Associates at 800-669-4878 and have them evaluate your case. That's 800-669-4878, 800-NOW-HURT, 800-NOW-HURT. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You've all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the MySlippers, the Giza Sheets, the MyPillow 2.0, and more. But some great news, the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent and still provide that cushiony, soft wonderfulness that you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price, $79.98. For a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code WMCA. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That's MyPillow.com or 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. 
Two things that hit a family budget the hardest, the price of gas and of groceries. Let us ease that pain at the pump when you enter the $18,000 gas and groceries giveaway. The grand prize winner gets $10,000 in gift cards for gas and groceries. Three first prize winners each get $1,000 gift cards, and 10 second prize winners will get $500 gift cards for gas and groceries. That's $18,000 total. To enter, go to WMCA.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us, and always glad to talk to my good buddy, Governor Mike Huckabee. I don't usually call governors buddies, but you know when you've traveled with people and you've you've uh, dined at Liberty University in the private uh, president's dining uh, area, and you've you've uh, you've had some good experiences together, you're buddies. So, uh, Governor, it's good to have you back. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Kevin. I consider it a compliment to be called a buddy. I appreciate that. Um, let me ask you about the uh, impeachment inquiry. The knock on it is that the Republicans have not done a good enough job of presenting actual evidence connecting Joe Biden to the issues that they're bringing up. Uh, and this is something that Democrats are trying to work into their talking points when they get their speech time on the committee and obviously, the Twitterverse is um, eating that stuff up. What is your what is your reaction to that? What's your observation of how they're doing so far? Well, first of all, I think people didn't pay attention to what the Republicans said when they did uh, the inquiry launch uh, this week. They were very clear that this was not the time to present the evidence. This was the time to set the stage. And the first meeting that they had, they explicitly said, we're not going to be presenting the evidence. We're going to present the basis for looking at the evidence. People ignored that, especially the Democrats. I'm not sure the Democrats can understand simple things, <laughs> but clearly they didn't pay attention to it. And they went off the ranch saying there's no evidence. Well, frankly, they did present quite a bit of evidence. The shell bank accounts, the millions of dollars that went to the Biden family, and the most important point that was made, uh, was what was this for? Was there a transaction? Was there a service provided? Was there a uh, a product that was delivered? Or was it just influence? But they didn't try to present all of the details of the evidence to bring the impeachment. That wasn't the purpose of the inquiry. It was to say, we think that there is enough here, a probable cause, if you will, for us to take it to the step of investigating getting the evidence and the facts, and then if it warrants it, we go to impeachment. That was very clear to everybody except the left-wing networks and the completely unhinged Democrats in that committee. Well, it's one of those things where, um, you know, obviously those of us that are uh, center-right and that have platforms, we're going to have to do our job to make sure that we articulate um, the, particularly the details well. And I think that... Um, as we as we go through this, I, I mean, I was speaking with a very learned attorney just yesterday, and he was like, you know, Kev, I just don't I just don't see the evidence. And I, I kind of walked him through the barisma, the entire barisma chain of events, and I said, how does how does he not have some sort of direct connection when it's his speech, his threat, his delivering of U.S. Uh, relief funds? That's all held up because of the prosecutor. The prosecutor's looking at his son. How did his son get a job that he didn't have qualifications for or speak the language of? Um, you know, these, these are the questions that they're going to have to answer. But they're going to, when they pull out the papers and they start saying in bank account X, we saw this amount go in and then this was delivered. I think that's where they, uh, start to bring it uh, home. Let me, let me shift gears just a touch. Um, the president spoke, the former president spoke before the, uh, auto union workers in Detroit the same day as whatever that thing was that was called a debate the other night. Um, it was, hey, yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's what they say it was. I, I'm not sure to this moment. I'm not sure what it was, but, um, the, the speech was, um, it, it, it was a little more muted than some of his recent appearances. How do you think the auto workers received him? You know, I thought they received him well. Um, you know, they clearly have been conditioned to vote for Democrats. But I thought the fact that he showed up and he talked to them, yeah, uh, 
He addressed many of the issues they cared about, particularly that you cannot move the entire country to electric vehicles. Uh, we're not ready for it. We don't have the infrastructure. But more importantly, we want to work. And I think he was honest in saying that. Joe Biden goes over there and pretends that he really cares about him, but he's pushing an agenda that will cost these people their jobs. Doesn't matter what you pay them, because when they don't have a job, they get zero pay. That's what they're going to get. And so I thought Trump, uh, you know, delivered on what he went there to do. And, uh, you know, I give him a lot of credit for showing up where most Republicans would not have ever gone to begin with. Yeah. No, and he's done that in all of his campaigns. Uh, to his credit, he goes to non-typical constituencies and lays out his uh, agenda. Um, let, let me ask you about that um, weird thing that happened at the Reagan Library. And I feel very badly that, you know, the Reagan name is being soiled by uh, such an out-of-control, chaotic, bizarre process. But if if Governor Huckabee could put his Fenguli hat on for a second and say um, Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, as it sits right now, did any of those people move a needle even slightly? How do you see those first three races going? And are any of them still in by the time we even get to South Carolina, much less past it? I think there'll be very few in. Um, no, I don't think anybody came away with the public saying, there's the guy that can uh, challenge Donald Trump. I mean, let's just be real clear. Ron DeSantis had a pretty decent night. Wasn't a, wasn't a great night, but he didn't make any huge mistakes. And, and sadly, that's sort of the new criteria for these guys. I still think he looks pretty cold and, and pretty handled. Like, I, I feel like he's like a deer in the headlights when the camera goes on it. Well, he, he's awkward. There's no doubt about that, but he didn't say anything that hurt him. Nikki Haley could have had a great night, but she went shrill, and I don't understand it. She could have had a wonderful night. She had some good answers. She was thoughtful, but then she went off and made that ridiculous comment to uh, Vivek about, I feel dumber every time I hear you. And I thought, okay, you're quoting from, uh, you know, the, the movie Billy Madison, and it's just not working. You're, it's not that good. You didn't even get the quote right. <laughs> the yeah, entire room is now more stupid because of it, your answer. So she, she made it a shot, but it just wasn't funny. And then she got into this thing with Tim Scott over curtains, and I thought that was ridiculous. Um, Which was thoroughly debunked, by the way. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's a ridiculous uh, argument. Tim shouldn't have brought it up. The, the big problem is that the format of these debates is a joke. They're game shows. They're an insult to the intelligence of the voters. A lot of the questions had nothing to do with things Republicans care about. Yep. Want a person from Univision on asking Democrat MSNBC questions was beyond me. But I still go back, Kevin, we can fix this. Here's how, the simple way to do it very quickly. Everybody gets the same amount of time if they qualified for the stage. And when they talk, their clock runs. When their time is up, the same time everybody else has, they're done. And if they want to use it to cross-talk and to talk over someone, as soon as they start talking, their clock runs. So do they really want to waste their time being in a free-for-all that nobody can understand? If they attack somebody, they're free to do it. But when the person is able to respond to the attack, the response time comes from the attacker's time, not the attacked time. Right. You suddenly create. And the other thing, get rid of these moderators. You don't oh. need them. Or at let least let Stuart Varney learn the name of his co-host before he takes the, the stage. I mean, all right, maybe that's a little bit of a, of a cheap blow, but true. He couldn't pronounce her name. Uh, we're talking with Governor Mike Huckabee, who's going to stay with us for a few more minutes. I want to ask him about a very interesting story developing for his show this weekend on TBN. Do you watch him, Huckabee Today, on TBN? It's uh, 8, 11 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday nights. Uh, and I know that he would love to have you join him this weekend, especially for coverage of this very uh, unique situation that he'll be explaining to us next. Kevin McCullough, stay here.
listening to AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Very excited to be with you, Kevin McCullough and Michael Woolworth from the Bible League. Michael, every year we say this is the time where we're, we're going we're gonna to get Bibles to people who need them. And every time we get a Bible in somebody's hands, for the last 85 years, Bible League has been able to trace that about 12 people come to faith in Christ because of it. That's a, that's a stunning return on investment, if I do yeah. say so. You know what? After eight and a half decades, we, we see this trend with confidence. We can say that every time a Bible hits the hands of a heart-hungry believer, they share him, uh, the Christ, with, with others. And people come to saving faith very, very quickly. And so about a dozen people impacted for every Bible today. Let me share with you that the, the names of, uh, of three people praying for Bibles right now. Danilo's in the Philippines, a former Buddhist. He's a brand-new Christian this year. He's praying for a Bible in the, the, uh, the uh, Tagalog uh, language. Adesh is in Nepal. He's a tour guide near uh, Mount Everest in the Himalayan mountains. He uh, came to faith not too long ago. He's praying for a Bible. And then Tian is in uh, Vietnam, Kevin. He's led about 20 people to Christ. He's done it without a Bible, if you can believe that. He's praying for a Bible. And some listeners doing something about it. We've heard from Della, Bert, thank you, Susan, Francesca, Miguel, and John, all getting involved as uh, Bible senders. Kevin, we have friends in another part of the country that want to match every single gift. They see the enthusiasm. They see where we're at. We're moving toward this goal of blessing 4,000 Bibleist believers. We need to do that as quickly as we can. And they've said we want to match every single gift that's made today. That's the that's why you need to call right now, friends. We don't want to lose the advantage of this match. And if you call in the next 10 minutes, your gift will absolutely be matched. 1-800-937-9673. Don't put it off later. Don't put it off next week or, or yesterday that you have now. And right now, the, the match is underway. 800-937-9673. 1-800-YES-WORD or go to WMCA.com. Kevin Cottrell Coffee with Kevin. WMCA is excited to announce our first live prayer in Times Square broadcast. That's right. We're going to be broadcasting prayer and worship from Times Square on Monday afternoon, October 16th from 3 to 6, from right in front of the Red Steps. Mark your calendars and tune in for a special three-hour broadcast. Kevin McCullough and I will be featuring interviews and prayers from local pastors and ministries on matters affecting our city. Amidst the interviews and prayers from our city, you'll catch live music from from local church choirs and worship teams. Imagine prayer and worship in the heart of Times Square. Join us in prayer now as we anticipate this WMCA first ever live prayer in Times Square. It's going to be powerful, and we invite you to join us either in person or on the radio. Monday afternoon, October 16th from 3 to 6. This event is sponsored by the Salvation Army. For more information, visit WMCA.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. It's back to school season, and many students finish college without a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in that position? Tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting, which allows you to speed your way into the legal field and make great money without going to law school. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I'm told district attorneys are in dire need of court reporters. Courts, schools, and television stations are all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. With the national shortage, NCRA partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Governor Mike Huckabee is my guest, and Governor, before the break, um, you made a comment about getting rid of the moderators. I made a little bit of a joke and kind of bogarted the, the uh, exit time. You had a couple of more points that are very salient that I wanted to make sure you had time to uh, make before we move on to what's on your show this weekend. But the bigger picture is you don't need them. Don't let them ask two-minute questions and give the candidates 30 seconds. Let the candidates pick their own topics. They're the ones with the guts to run for president. Why should you turn this over to somebody who's never run for office? Yeah, no, that's well said. And, you know, I like Dana Perino. She, I thought she did a good job to President Bush, but um, I was embarrassed for her and for most of the Fox team. I just thought it was it was 
much below expectations, and I think the audience numbers are proving that. It's coming in at under 10 million viewers, which is really, really low in the modern era. Governor, what's on your big show this weekend? Well, you may have heard of the Romiki family. They're living in Tennessee, but they came here from Germany six years ago uh, seeking asylum because the German government was going to take their children away because they were homeschooling them. Well, they came here, and they sought asylum. Now, if they'd been one of the however many 20 million illegals that just came across seeking asylum, they would have been told, yeah, don't worry about it. The U.S. government is trying to deport this family a Christian family who homeschools their kids and send them back to Germany where they'll be arrested for homeschooling their kids. Help me figure this one out. So they're going to be on the show. We'll talk to the family and their attorney. Um, and it's going to be, an, I think, a very important interview because if we're going to let millions of people come in under the asylum banner and give them no responsibility, why on God's earth would we deport a self-sustaining family they're not getting any government benefits or handouts. They just want to be left alone and raise their kids in Christian values, homeschool them, and they're being deported. This is insane. Well, but, Governor, when you think about the fact that the Biden administration, since coming to power, has taken every opportunity to destroy the public educational system by putting the transgender agenda into place by denying funds to schools that don't implement it to um, emphasize non-performance uh, but but rather you know behavioral acceptance of teachers of students that don't act properly and so forth i mean there's always been on the left especially in the american left a kind of uh, contempt for children and particularly for parents that take the responsibility of parenting their children seriously, it kind of fits with the uh, with the narrative, if you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. So how dare you think you have a responsibility for your children and you get to make these decisions? Well, here in America, that's the government's job. And I'm really, really just shocked that they're doing this so brazenly. But this family represents something that we better win on, and that is that if you're going to have a, a, an asylum for anyone, let it be for people who want to come and be self-sufficient, but who want to raise their own children like Americans believe we should do. And also, if you're going to say that parents don't have a right to raise their children because they're immigrants, then, and by the way, these people, they immigrated here legally under the asylum. Right. Uh, back. right. Uh, but if you're not going to let them do that, then seal that border up and, and show us some consistency, which they obviously haven't done. Well, and let me ask you about this. The idea that um, there was only one question asked of the Republican candidates in the debate the other night about parental rights. I really do think, Governor, that this is one of the hidden issues that people are going to vote in big numbers on, and nobody seems to be talking about it. Well, it's the reason Glenn Youngkin is the governor of Virginia right now, uh, without any question. And I think they should have asked more questions like that and questions about genital mutilation of children. Uh, that they got a good answer in on that. But instead of asking about are they going to protect LGBTQ rights and are they going to do something for the dreamers, those questions just didn't really make any sense in that particular debate. But that's what we ended up with, yeah. the debate joke. Uh, none of the candidates broke through. Some, I think, broke through all right, but they broke through the ice and they're falling down in the cold water. And there'll probably be fewer on the stage for the next debate. I think you got to have less than four. I think I think you put the top three on there. you got to be above, let's say, 12% in the polls and that's it. And just, and cause there's, there's no purpose being served in what they're currently doing. Okay. What else is on the show? Who's your, who's your music? Who's your uh, comedy this week? Uh, chart winning, uh, Brian White, country singer is going to be with us. Yeah. He also a wonderful illusionist that will be a part of us. And Gordon Logan, who created the sports clip franchises and now not only gives free haircuts on Veterans Day, but he's got a, a wonderful program for our heroes that helps uh, our veterans in a way that uh, this is a nonprofit that he started, and it's a pretty amazing program. So uh, that's all. I love all that. That's going to be great. Okay, Governor Huckabee, don't miss him. Saturday and Sunday nights, 8 and 11 p.m. each night. And, Governor, we will talk to you again next Friday. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away.
business, service is everything. Cintas delivers what you need to better serve your customers. Whether it's freshly laundered work apparel for almost any job imaginable, tested and inspected fire protection systems, first aid and safety supplies, on-site AED training, or mops and restroom products stocked and ready when you need them. Better work days happen together. So visit Cintas.com. Get ready for the workday. AccuWeather's proven superior accuracy means you'll be better informed and better prepared with precise local forecasts and severe weather alerts. You might think that all weather apps are the same, but in study after study, the superior accuracy of AccuWeather's forecasts and warnings have been proven in all categories. If you're going for a run, scheduling a trip, or stocking up before a storm, you want forecasts that are dependable and accurate so you can better plan ahead with peace of mind. Download the AccuWeather app, powered by superior accuracy, at the App Store or Google Play today. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertuna and Cammons, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertuna and Cammons earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertuna and Cammons law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Introducing Term Busters, a Christian-owned company that can help you save on term life insurance. In the highly competitive term life industry, rates have significantly dropped in recent years. For instance, a 45-year-old non-smoker can now secure $1 million of coverage for just $75 per month with a level rate for 10 years. Similarly, a 50-year-old non-smoker can can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110 with a guaranteed level rate for 20 years. Smokers can also benefit from our great rates. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. Whether you're in need of new or replacement term life insurance, call us today at 1-800-558-9940 for a personalized quote. Don't settle for paying more than you should. Remember, the number to reach Term Busters, a Christian-owned and operated company, is one 1-800-558-9940. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-smoker underwriting and an exam is required to qualify. Call 1-800-558-9940. We are proud. Proud to serve. To serve our country. To serve our local communities. To wear the uniform to be a soldier. To serve abroad when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We're always ready. We're always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Hi, my name is Steve Gregg, and I'm the host of the Narrow Path Radio Broadcast. Every weekday, we have an open phone line for an hour in the afternoon, and we take phone calls, take questions about the Bible and the Christian faith, and seek to answer them if we can on the air. If you haven't heard the show, well, you don't know what you're missing. Tune in every day on this station at The Narrow Path, or go to our website, thenarrowpath.com. Listen Monday through Friday morning at 4, evenings at 7, Saturday and Sunday morning at 11 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so glad you're with us uh, on the Friday edition. Even though it's a bit rainy here in New York City, uh, grateful for all the people that have uh, given us time today. Dr. Gina, uh, Governor Huckabee, and of course, uh, Bethany Mandel joins us on Fridays, at least many Fridays. I think she was away last week, but uh, glad to have her back. And Bethany, you know I like to stalk your uh, your Twitter and your Instagram 
And I just love this post you put up just about an hour before our discussion time here. You said, I feel like people don't talk about how having kids really close together can be extremely sweet. And you've got the cutest picture of kids playing together. And you know what went through my head is at one point in time, um, all three of ours were under age six. And they, and to this day, yeah, and to this day, they love still kind of being together. And I think that getting them, you know, close in age so that they can have some of those experiences it was really different than what I had with my sisters. My sisters were six and eleven years younger than me, um, oh, wow. and I, I know that that the, my kids are getting a different experience than I did. And I think that it, I think you're onto something here. So it's funny that you said that. I I tweeted that sort of tongue in cheek because a woman had tweeted um, the exact same verbiage, and I, I that's why I quoted it. And I and she said how hard it is on your marriage. I'm like I feel like. All people do is actually complain about having children in any permutation of, like, too close together, da-da-da. Like, all people do is complain. And I wanted to put out there, like, it's actually wonderful. And, like, is it hard? For sure. But, like, there's nothing worth having in this life that comes easy. Um, So I, I tweeted that to sort of push back a little bit on the negativity that permutates mommy commentary. Yeah. Well, good for you. And thank you for saying it. And you gave me a little moment of nostalgia today. So that was that was worth it all the way around. Um, Kind of the headline news story today. Dianne Feinstein passed away. Um, She was uh, someone I opposed on almost every issue that she took a position on. But she was certainly someone that represented kind of the traditionalist wing of the Democratic Party. And I'm curious your thoughts on what happens now with her seat. So I don't know what might happen. The interesting sort of October surprise, but a little a little earlier than the October I envisioned, was her passing away and uh, Newsom appointing Kamala to that seat and then Newsom taking the Veep spot. I think that would make a lot of sense for Democrats. I think that it would solve a lot of problems for them. Um, if they're... Um, to, to quote the Jews, if they're chutzpah dick enough to do that, I'm not sure if they're brave enough to do that. But I think it's what they should do. Um, I had not even thought about that uh, combination. And I, I, I'm i so um, down on Adam Schiff. Uh, and he, yeah. he just came to mind because he's running for the seat. But what you what you just laid out is kind of a brilliant stroke if you're trying to get Newsom into the lineup for the presidential yeah. race of next year. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they, they need to get Kamala out of that spot because everyone knows that whoever is in that spot is almost certain to become president. Like we're, we're not living in a fantasy land here. Um, and no one wants President Kamala on the left or the right. Uh, and that spot matters a great deal because I think what, what is the statistic? 80% of Americans think that Biden is too old and 60% of Democrats do. Yeah. That's the stat, right? So everyone knows that that beef spot matters a great deal. Um, so I think I think it would solve a lot of problems. But let me ask you this, and this is a legit question. A lot of theories about how they could run someone other than Joe Biden have been put forward in recent weeks. Ted Cruz is concerned that Michelle Obama might be helicoptered in. If you right now you have an administration that's able to more or less be controlled by the Obama. Uh, wing of the party, what they've established and how they built it. They had all of his advisors around Joe. It was pretty obvious he he was acting on orders from somewhere else most of his time in this administration. Um, Does Gavin Newsom interrupt that, being a young upstart and having kind of his own ideas? So I don't think that um, I I haven't seen any actually indications that they're going to go for Michelle. Um, I think it would be smart, but I just I haven't seen any movement. No, but I mean, in general, anything. does Gavin Newsom yeah. represent an uncontrollable an uncontrollable yes. factor for Obama? I think that Gavin Newsom is self grooming himself to be the to be this sort of swoop in candidate. But I don't think that Democrats are um, are savvy enough to understand how to unseat a sitting president and run someone else in his stead. Um, but I think that Newsom understands that there is uh, there is a window of opportunity here, and he should take it. This would be the the one in a million opportunities for, and you know, it had to it had to happen with Feinstein from California because 
she she had you had to be from the state where this could all go down with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it, fe- it feels a little bit like divine intervention if they if they want to if they want to take the bait. Well, what's interesting about it is I think that whether you put Newsom on the ticket or not, the biggest issues don't change. And I want to ask you about one distinct area at the Republican, whatever that was called the debate this week. Um, they only asked one question about parents' rights and the issues that a lot of moms are organizing and, and protesting over. Um, did you want more uh, discussion of that in last week's debate? Um, yeah, I absolutely did. I mean, I, I think that the every both parties, even after what happened in, in Virginia with Youngkin, I, everyone is really underestimating the level of anger that American parents are feeling. And I think that even even Republicans are underestimating where it's coming from. It's I wish it were that, but I don't think that parents are that concerned about the ideological indoctrination. Parents are concerned about the quality of public schools and the violence and the absenteeism in public schools. Um, and I'm not really hearing anything from Republicans on that. And so I, I think that everyone's really missing an opportunity to have a really serious dialogue about what's happening to America's kids. Well, I still hold, and I just said this to Governor Huckabee, I still hold that the moms who are concerned about their kids the transitioning, the lack of parental rights, the kind of in-your-face laws that are being passed in California and Michigan and Washington, I think that um, this still stands the chance to be one of the biggest drivers of at least um, women who have children to the polls in this election cycle. It'll be interesting to see if somebody actually does acknowledge that at some point. Bethany Mandel, always appreciate your sweet attitude, your lovely kids uh, joining in the chorus in the background and uh, having fun with us on Friday. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Is now a good time to buy? That seems to be the million-dollar question these days, and most experts agree. Yes, it is. Hey, everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian with Fellowship Home Loans. And for the first time in nearly three years, we have seen the market shift from a seller's market back to a buyer's market. In other words, you can get a house for less now than you could have in the past. And save even more money. Give us a call at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Stop paying rent and let Fellowship help you start building equity today. Call 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans. Welcome home. Come and get your loan. Fellowship Home Loans. Nationwide Mortgage Bankers, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 819382. I'm Scott, the owner of Solid Fire Pits. When I began welding my custom-made fire pits for friends and family, I shared them on TikTok because I was just so proud of them. Check it out. That's beautiful. I posted every new fire pit design and more people kept ordering. From 26 states and counting. Then on my birthday, I had my best sales ever. Now how can the universe beat that? Solid Fire Pits is just one of the 5 million U.S. businesses that rely on TikTok every day. TikTok sparks business. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Like AM. 570 The Mission? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook so you can find daily encouragement in your newsfeed, share your thoughts about the mission, read inspirational articles, interact with our hosts, and find more information about our advertisers. Like us on Facebook today.
you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, you know that uh, on Fridays, um, I like to give you a little sneak peek at what's coming up on that Kevin show on the Salem News Channel this weekend. Uh, of course, uh, the Salem News Channel is the new television network of Salem Communications, the uh, owner of the two radio stations I'm on in New York and uh, owner of several of the other stations I'm on across the country. And on Saturday nights, we go on radio and TV with That Kevin Show uh, in a lot of these Salem markets. And uh, we got a great lineup for you this weekend. Um, there's a new movie coming out called Mother Teresa and Me that has been put together by um, a Swiss filmmaker. His name is Thierry Cajunut. Uh, and he has um, interwoven a story, a modern story, with the story of Mother Teresa and kind of her crisis of faith that she had towards the end of her uh, life. And uh, I think it's going to be a very moving film. Uh, but he's going to tell us uh, why he was motivated to make it. And uh, I think it should be a great conversation. I hope you'll join us. Uh, we'll also speak with former New York Congresswoman Nan Hayworth, who is pretty upset that as a physician, she was the first physician elected to Congress as a female doctor. Um, she's quite upset at the, um, the the thought and the progress or lack thereof on drug costs for the American people and what should and can be done about it. And she's speaking up and she's going to give us some of her ideas. And uh, we will have uh, Kelsey Bowler from the Independent Women's Forum rejoining us for the first time uh, since she has... Um, uh, is kind of come out of her maternity leave uh, now with three little ones under four and still fighting the fight. Uh, so good to have her. Uh, and then some uh, we're going to have some comedy. You know, uh, the, the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift uh, romance that broke the Internet and broke TV news and broke the print machine and broke just everything. Taylor breaks everything. Wherever she's at, it just breaks. Um, she's radioactive. Uh, it just things just completely explode when she uh, comes within their orb. Um, we're we're going to have some fun uh, with their little uh, romance at Arrowhead Stadium from last week. Uh, Travis Kelsey, of course, is the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and then we will also um, welcome Switchfoot to the new music spotlight with the 20th. I cannot believe this. The, um, the, the most well-known album that Switchfoot uh, did turns 20 years old this fall. Um, and they've got a couple of classics. One is a brand new remake of one of their most, and it may be my favorite song by them called Meant to Live. Uh, but it's, uh, they've, they've taken it all into uh, a string quartet, uh, and a very original vocal rendering. And it's, it's just really moving. I'm looking forward to uh, being able to share that with you as well. So that's all coming up. Salem News Channel. Here's how you watch it. You can go to snc.tv, uh, online. Just, Plug it into any URL, uh, SNC, Salem News Channel, SNC.TV, or you can download the Salem News Channel app at your Android or Apple app stores. Uh, you, it's also available on almost any other media play device, Google, um, Amazon, uh, you, you name it, uh, the Fire Stick, it, it, it's available. It, the app is there and is available uh, on all of them. And we have some very exciting news about the Salem News Channel that we're going to be able to announce in a few weeks. A couple of major platforms are going to start offering us uh, on home delivery as well. So we'll, we'll keep you posted on that as we go along. I'm Kevin McCullough. Have a great weekend. We'll be back here Monday. Kevin McCullough Radio.